I am Ahanu and I want to welcome you to this session with Angel Rose. This session was called Creating the New Earth. But as you will find, when we started asking questions of Source through the Akashic Records, Angel Rose realised that in attempting to create a new earth, it implies that the old one will be destroyed. And that is not what's happening. So we're cautious about using the term new earth. And as you'll see, we are looking to change that so our perception looks to the transformation of earth rather than the destroying of it. So we took copious notes during this session and you'll see that I've got pages and pages of them. And I'll be sharing those with you at the end by way of a summary or profound statements as we like to call them. So we look forward to having you with us. Stay with us till the end. So it just remains for me to say thank you. We wouldn't be able to do this without you. So stand by and we connect with Angel Rose. Today, as you may have gotten in your email, we are opening the records and we're asking Source some questions about this new earth. And the reason I'm doing this is because we've been reading a lot of different people's thoughts about the new earth and 5D and all that. So we thought we'd go to the source and ask source. And it did occur to me this morning with Ahana that everybody's calling it the new earth. But I thought, is that the proper thing to say? Because when you say new earth, you're implying the old earth is gone or destroyed. And we certainly don't want to... Um, Certainly don't want to bring that into manifestation, you know, especially with the possibility of an impending micronova coming not too in the far too distant future. So we don't really want to focus on that. So we're just going to ask, is there a different, what is sources take on what's going on with the earth? And well, Hannah's got a bunch of questions ready, right? Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to open the records so you can just hang for a second. Okay. Part of what's precipitating this also is the fact that um, there's been a lot of talk to about that we're creating new earth ourselves. And so I want to get clear on that with Source today. So the first impression I got from saying the prayer was that there, there are two things going on at the same time. And one of them is that there are dark shadows on the earth and that, and the second thing was from the top right side of my perception, there was light coming in. Now, it was certainly coming in from the top right as opposed to front and center or right or left. It was top right. And to me, that seemed to be something to do with uh, male, female. It's usually the future too. Right side. And the future, yeah, from the top right. And it was light that was coming in. And um, the shadows also didn't seem to be negative in the sense that they weren't dark, ominous types of shadows. They were, they were like hanging on. They were like shadows from the past, as it were. That's the, sen the sensation I got. And that they could very easily be overcome with this new light. 
So all in all, I got the feeling that we have it would be good for us to open up to this new frequency of light that was coming from the top right side. So the questions that we have were ones that Angel Rose and I decided were necessary around the concept of this new earth. And she mentioned about even us describing the new earth may in fact have its faults in that it would presuppose that the old earth might be destroyed. So we want to be careful about what it is that we're, we're asking, that we don't want to manifest a negative outcome for anybody or anything. So the first question is, is new earth the correct name? Or does that imply destruction of the old earth? Should we use a term like ascension earth or something similar instead? You're starting out with that one, huh? Okay, just a second. So what I'm hearing from sources is that it should more aptly be called a transformation earth because the earth is still the earth. The earth is going to be the earth. There isn't going to be a new earth in terms of an earth replacing this one. Okay, so it's saying that it's more about the fact that let's call it tr transforming earth because that's really what's going on. It's a transformation and it's a transformation in consciousness as well. And it's not the first time the earth has gone through these types of cycles. And each time it's been transformed uh, in many, many ways. Okay, it could be with species, could be with formations. It could be with, um, you know, the whole, everything being reestablished. So this is, earth is not going to be destroyed is what I'm seeing. But it is do to be transformed and that does have to do with the cycles of evolution that we're in and it wants to be sure that we know that these are cycles of evolution and they have everything to do with nature and the cosmos so this is like just the way it is in the universe okay our next question what does source have to say about this new and i won't use that new word anymore we'll call it transformation earth what does source have to say about transformation earth well source is saying it's in process it's got a long way to go yet okay i feel like we have some years yet for it to actually quote unquote arrive all right so it's in process it will be in process for many years there's there are climate things to go through there's changes in the earth structure to go through so it's in process. So I'd say that, you know, we're maybe only a third of the way there. A lot to happen yet. As the cycle moves on. The next question. What is the condition of Earth at the present moment? Well, we're in the heating up cycle. So, um, and it does relate to, I know one of the questions we have is about the strange behavior people are exhibiting these days. You know, the, the insane behavior is really what we want to call it. People are acting crazily. They're doing crazy things, doing violent things. I think we just watched, Helen just watched a video the other day of a, two boys beating up a nine-year-old girl on a bus. And everybody's just sitting there with their phones taking pictures 
and nobody's doing anything about it. But but just crazy, crazy, nasty stuff like that. So basically they're saying, you know, things are heating up. The energies are heating up. And how people can handle those is different for each person. But you'll see a lot of crazy, even with animals, you're going to see more vicious and crazy behavior before it, it calms down. Okay, but this is a reaction to the heat of what's going on. And also, of course, we're going through ch climate changes. We're, we have to see, we'll see more of those. So we're only in, I feel like we're just in the beginning stages of this transformation. I don't think we're halfway through or most of the way through. I think we're only at the beginning is what I'm getting. A lot to happen yet. So can I throw in a question that's not on our list, but it arises from what you've just said. And that is that uh, you mentioned about a heating up cycle. And earlier we just discussed with Monica, who's in Canada, who's going through a very cold cycle. So are they somehow related? Like the weather patterns that we're experiencing right now, are they connected? No, I'm seeing the heating up coming from the cosmos. In other words, it seems to me that it's more has to do with the sun and what's being emitted from the sun. Um, in other words, it's more like frequency heat instead of climate heat. Gotcha, yeah. Okay. That's another thing altogether. And is that coming from the sun, the frequency? It's coming from the sun. It's coming from other planets as well, what's happening to them in this cycle. And also there's things turning. Like I feel like this, I feel like the earth is turning a little bit on its axis and then kind of moving to a different position, okay, by a few degrees. I'm feeling universal heating up, okay? Frequency heating up. Okay. And source is saying too that you have to realize that your bodies have to adjust to this. Okay. In other words, we're used to a particular frequency for many years with the earth, but we're not used to this sort of, let's say, radiation or frequency shift. So, you know, that's the reason why you're going to be seeing different illnesses pop up, um, different diseases in people because your body has to adjust okay and it can be good for some people but for most people it's a kind of a a little bit of a different difficult transition so we got we got to integrate them and be able to work with them and not make make ourselves crazy with them if you know what i mean because don't forget higher frequencies activate stuff in your cells that brings things to the surface so you can be confronted with more things in your subconscious that you didn't think were there okay so great time for healing okay and watch your watch your emotions as well that's something that can be triggered in people is different emotional states i think the emotional body is probably one of the biggest to clean up Emotional reactiveness. The next question. Does Source actually want a physical world? Or is it desirous of something more etheric? And if it is etheric, can we assume that that will be the end of suffering? Or is there suffering in dimensions that are not physical? It's a lot of stuff. Can you piece it? 
break it break down. it okay. down yeah does source want a physical world okay just a second so what source is saying is that it's not your highest state of life okay so it isn't really about doesn't want it or not it doesn't really have any judgment about it it's all what you do with it but it's just saying right now it's not your highest state of being so there's always going to be limitations as long as there's a physical world and you can imagine it's also saying what it would really take for us to not have suffering in this world I mean, that would mean that everybody's consciousness is is cleaned up. Everybody's perception is put back to the truth. There wouldn't be any dogmas hanging around, you know, interfering with people or trauma that they've gone through in their life. So right now, the way the earth life is, you know, I don't see a time when we can have it devoid of suffering until everybody's consciousness is set back to the truth. You're always going to have somebody arguing about that or debating that, or so. I don't see it right now. I mean, the the only thing that can help is if everybody returns to a state of love and understands, you know, the unity of, of or the oneness of everything. And science is coming out with more proof. What was that thing we were just watching that Greg Braden was in on the field, the movie, the field that we sent out? Yeah. The science is proving that yes. you know everything is one, everything is one field. But really, think of all the billions of people in the world from all different kinds of countries, and like you know, could we expect people in starving countries or war-torn countries all of a sudden to shift their consciousness around? You know, I think that's a bit of a stretch at this stage. Okay. Okay. So in answer to zero in on the question does source want a physical world what would the answer to that be or is it like just open to whatever is happening you know what it's basically saying is it wouldn't interfere with our creations in other words we're create we've created a physical world and uh, it wouldn't interfere with that so it's not like it likes it or dislikes it it's just it's mentioning it's not your highest state of being Okay, so to finish out that question, the next part of it was, is the transformed, transformational earth, what was the name we used, transforming earth, transform, transformational earth, is the new, is the transformational earth more etheric? No, it's not more etheric, but it's at a higher level of consciousness. Which means, there's a gap that's being bridged between physical earth and other dimensions that are not physical. In other words, right now we may know intellectually that there's other dimensions of consciousness, but um, we don't access them. You know, we're pretty much focused on the physical. Okay. So I think that'll shift in consciousness where people will, will gain an ability to perceive other dimensions and, you know, well, some may even journey to other dimensions, but this will still be a physical Earth. So in this transformed Earth that is of a higher consciousness, but still physical, will there be an end of suffering? Not for a very long time. Okay. Too much has to happen yet. 
and that's going to take a long time. Okay. The way it is right now, anyway. Okay. All right. Our next question. With our current 3D reality being a polarity that has positive and negative, can we ever have a physical world that's in peace and harmony? We can have that if every individual balances out their male female energy. Okay. They have to be in harmony. You know, your male female energy have to be in harmony. So, like I said, that seems to take a long time. Especially when people don't usually even examine those qualities in themselves. Right now, you know what I mean? The next question is about what we contribute as humans. And the question is, what would Source consider our contribution to the transformed Earth? is source is saying to heal your judgments i mean it really wants us to understand that in source consciousness there's no judgment there's only love so it would ask us to take a look at that part of ourselves and be very mindful about our judgments especially upon ourselves and to really be able to embrace the idea that there's no judgment in source, there's only love, and that's all that anybody deserves. That's the way we need to see everybody. Guiltless, without judgment, and deserving of love. I mean, even just saying that, you you know, once you take a look at the world and what's going on, you know, we're obviously not there yet. Okay. Right. Yeah. Let me just remind everybody that very often when we do these readings in the Akashic Records and we ask a question, it can very often collapse later questions because in downstepping this information, it, it answers a lot more. So the question was, um, are we just in a cosmic cycle that's going to happen the way it happens regardless of us anyway? But you have more or less answered a lot of that. But Let's ask it anyway. Let's ask it anyway, yeah. About um, are we just in a cosmic cycle that's going to happen the way it happens regardless of us? Well, yes, we are in a cosmic cycle that's going to do its thing no matter what. In other words, I don't see that we can change nature at this stage because there's a lot of other factors going on on other planets besides our own. There will become a point in the future sources saying where these cycles will get further and further apart, right? Like right now we can say, okay, the next micronova was due to come in 12,000 years. We're at 12,000 years, you know, but sometimes they can be extended. But, you know, if people were moving towards inner harmony in their consciousness and in their hearts, nature would respond to that things would become more harmonious in the other kingdoms but you're talking about a lot of consciousness having to change so right now we are subject to the cosmic cycles okay and this source is saying these are the, this is the way that nature renews itself despite the inhabitants, okay? 
In other words, it wouldn't need that if we were all harmonious beings, you know? If we were if we were working with the cycles and we appreciated the love of God and understood that that everything is protected by God in love, every being, right? And we saw each other that way and worked that way with one another. Okay. That nature nature wouldn't have to go balance things out the way it does. But it does that when as long as the species are not harmonious. Okay. You mentioned that uh, the, the micronova several times. And the question is, are we headed for a micronova in the next 50 years? And if you don't mind, let me just uh, give you a little bit of background to that. Many of you know that we publish books for ourselves, of course, but we publish for other people too. And recently we published a book for an author whose name is Alan Hart. And Alan did a lot of extensive research on micronovas going into the past and predictions for the future. And he reckons that we are indeed headed for a micronova. And science is showing how a lot of what we're experiencing is evidence that this is what's happening. But we want to get, as always, get these answers from source. So the question I get rose in the records is, are we headed for a micronova in the next 50 years? Can you explain what a micronova is first to the people? It's when the sun lets out these particular gigantic bursts. Yeah, well, well, it originated from star systems. When, when a star collapses a or explodes, it's called a supernova. And so the name micronova came to when our star, the sun, emits a burst of energy, radiation, or cosmic rays of some kind. So that's what a micronova is. So it's not as devastating as the effect of a supernova, but nonetheless, it affects all the closest stellar neighbors, including ourselves. Well, and they do say that that's what caused the extinction of the dinosaurs and different species. So it is a big impact. I mean, it's it is. It is the reason anybody who survives the last one went underground. This is why we see so many underground tunnels and underground places, is that there's whole species of beings that went into inner earth or underground to survive. Um, this is when, I mean, our, this area ourselves, Sedona, has been reported to be under the ocean twice in its history. So you were talking some millions of years, but that what would be happen when a when a micronova hits, okay, is that it would cause floods and a lot of devastation, actually. Right, okay. yeah, yeah. But can I just mention, because whenever we speak about this, or indeed after we published that book I mentioned, many people were writing to us in fear, and we felt that it was necessary to recognize that fear, but also to put the fear to rest, because... If you consider for a second that we're still here, humanity is still here, despite all the devastations, whether they be floods or supernovas, micronovas, anything that has happened in the, in the millions of years past, we're still here. And in that way, I think we need to take some credit that we, we're here with a reason and with a purpose and we can survive. So it's not to look at these issues with fear, because the fear is what will do us in. 
it's the it's the courage and know we're on a divine we have a divine purpose that i think is what will help us and motivate us but let's go back to the question are we headed for a micronova in the next 50 years all right now i'm going to ask the sun so what i'm hearing from the sun is that we might not have a complete one in other words it might not go to the to the limit that it has in the past but we will have a lot of rocking and rolling going on on this planet we'll have you'll see more storms you'll see more earthquakes these are all evidence crazy weather patterns that we're seeing now these are all evidence of a micro nova energy what the sun is telling me is at this point it may, it's not going to go into a full-blown micro nova collapse okay so we're on a roller coaster ride for a while and we need to be aware of that okay it's not humans polluting the planet that's causing these big climate changes because we're looking at i mean crazy hurricanes tornadoes in the middle of winter um crazy behavior for people crazy behavior species I mean, none of those things are you know animals behaving crazily isn't because of people okay so we have to realize that yes we should be taking care of our earth in terms of not deliberately doing things to destroy it but this is a result of the cycle but you know the more we become harmonious in our consciousness and benign is a big word okay i think the more the, the sun seems to there seems to be a big extension like it's delayed you know so i would say no not in the next 50 years i don't see a huge burst but i still see a lot of rocking and rolling on the planet okay uh, many people are aware of the craziness that's been happening in the last while like mass shootings murders uh, crazy behavior aggression and now we're even hearing of the continued warmongering that's going on between china and taiwan and russia and ukraine and trying to involve nato and the us and all of that so the question is is this just a condition of the earth and what's going on with it in general or is it an indication of something more going on well first of all it's saying initially it is the result of the heating up that we talked about earlier okay the crazy behavior and everything but i mean this just goes to show you the degree of unhealed issues in people right country against country war get you know wars here wanting to control all of this crazy behavior mass shootings this is all a result of people's inability to handle their emotional body to handle the frequencies that are coming in so there's there's a lot of work to do and in a way you can say it's a weeding out because i do think we'll see a lot of people leave the planet more and more i mean people that are are just our normal relatives and friends leaving but also people who are violent leaving in crazy ways i think we'll see more of that but i do think it's the last remnants of civilizations and people who still want domination and control that's the thing that's got to be healed the most and every individual has that within them because every individual is in survival mode we very rarely are not in survival mode i mean who among us doesn't worry at some point about 
survival needs, survival things, and what we would do if we were found that compromised. I mean, just the amount of guns that have been purchased in the last few years is off the charts with people feeling they need to defend themselves. And, you know, that's a, that's still a war attitude. It's a war consciousness. So is there something bigger going on? Not bigger than what's been going on all along. However, it's exasperated by the fact that the frequencies are shifting. And, and I'm, let me add here, too, that we do get a lot of help from higher beings. You know, I know we're talking about the condition of humanity's consciousness. We do get a lot of help from higher beings, you know, trying to guide us into higher consciousness. There's more and more organizations turning up, like you just read today, that are geared toward community living and helping people. And what was what's that book you just read? We listened to on the way. You should talk about that for a second because it gives a different attitude, that evolution book. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's just a little aside. Um, you know, when we when we travel, we like to listen to audiobooks, and we do so because we feel it's constructive and a good use of our time. And uh, so we've subscribed to Audible, for example, for a number of years. And anybody who's a subscriber will know that you do get credits every month. And the the idea is that you would try and use up those credits by ordering other books. So it turns out we were on a long distance recently. And um, I was flicking through the books that I had, and I found one called Evolution that I don't remember buying at all. And, and even when I looked at the description, there was nothing familiar about it. And it's, it's one of these things where my mind went to say, well, gosh, this is very synchronistic, like how this book got into our collection <laughs> and what is it about? And I started playing it. I can't remember the name of it now, but it had Evolution in the title. and. Um, I listened to the first 20 or 30 minutes and it was all about a guy talking about how fantastic he was and all that. And it was, I was very turned off by it, telling about his history and how he met his wife and this kind of stuff. And I was about to turn it off when suddenly the whole thing changed where he talked about what the whole book ended up being about was the evolution that we're not aware of or not familiar with. So. We've been it was told like evolution and spirituality or something. Yeah, it was evolution and spirituality. And um, so he had it, in our minds, the way we've been brought up and how we've been led to believe stuff and how religions have caused us to to be small in our thinking was that certainly there are people in Christianity who believe that the earth's only six thousand years old and that, you know, it, <laughs> and that it was created in six days and then rested god rested on the seventh and so on well he set out a whole series of incredible proofs much of which we know but we don't know how to incorporate it into our belief system about how old the earth actually is and then how it's related to all the other star systems and the in the cosmos and the various universes and and he started to expand this out and out and out and out so much so that here was here we were driving in the car thinking like how how small we are how minute really we are in the bigger scheme of things but what was interesting about it was that he was expanding our minds to think beyond the four walls of our living room and 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 the boundaries of our earth 
into how universal we actually are, where we possibly came from and where we're going. They now, said we came from stardust, really. Yeah, and how we are composed of stardust. You know, we, we prize gold, for example, and silver. But when, talk about supernova, when a star explodes, it creates all these elements that are spread throughout the cosmos and that how we are composed of all those elements. So in that way, I mean, to make a long story short, in that way, I found it a mind-expanding book that helped me realize that we are not these small bodies that we think about, think we are, and that we are so much bigger. We're like, we're cosmic, we're universal in nature. So in that way, it was a marvelous mind-opening book. I, I will put the link to it, actually, if somebody wants to, to have a look at it and download it. Well, he also talked about the fact that through every disaster in the universe, you know, every micronova, every flood, every every disaster, something on a higher evolutionary scale resulted. So he was basically saying that God is good, the universe is good, and, it, and that its, its purpose is your expansion. And, um, and you can trust the universe to always promote more life. So that was a very positive. Yeah, yeah. Are you yeah. done with the questions? No, I'm not done with the questions, but that's a good point, and I'm glad you raised it because what came out of it was we look at the extinction of species, for example, and the devastation of rainforests and all of that as being a, a very negative, destructive thing. And what he was positing was that all of this, everything that's going on in our world, in our lives, actually allows for something better to evolve right. higher evolution. a higher evolution to happen yeah so in that way i think that's probably what's coming out of our discussion today too when we talk about a transformate transformative earth and a transformational earth that's perhaps what's really happening and maybe that's what i was seeing earlier too in the top right this light coming in that's allowing us to to grow in awareness and to grow in consciousness okay sorry for that diversion there Next question, how important is it to be creating communities? And Angel Rose wanted to toss in this little thing, especially for those who are not community people. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a community person. And the fact of people saying, oh, we have to form all these communities. Yeah. So let me ask Source. You know, it's basically saying for those who want to live that way, it's fine. Okay, but the bigger point is, is that we all need to learn to take care of each other. So you don't have to join a community to be taking care of each other. You can still care for each other. And I think that's the most important message is that we are coming to times and you can see some of that happening with, with what people are going through with climate change or with war in Ukraine as people are looking out for each other and helping each other. And all of that is, is very good. Okay, but you don't need to join a community for that to happen. Okay. Okay, our last question today, and then we will certainly be delighted to open the floor for anybody who may have a question as well that they want to ask. What is Source's take on technology, especially artificial intelligence? Well, it's warned us against artificial technology a while ago, I remember a few years ago. And, um, it's cautioning us to be careful of what we use to replace the human. 
okay, so we'd be better if we spent money on more research to find out um, the abilities of the human body, the human being. Okay, rather than turning everything over to a machine or a system. Because he's saying the problem with it is you get dependent upon it, technology. So if something were to happen, like you, you lose your power, for example, and you've got all your AI and it's doing this for you and that for you. You know, without outer technology, you're, you're kind of screwed. Okay, but it's saying really there's so much more we don't know about the body that the body actually does have the ability to regenerate itself. It's got the ability to create all things in the mind as well. Okay, so we haven't even touched the surface of what the human body is capable of. So I think it's a big concern about it, though, is is dependency. The fact that we get dependent upon this outer stuff instead of knowing about ourselves in a greater degree. So it's costing us to be mindful of things that you become dependent on, external things. Sources always told me is that <clears throat> there will be many people who leave this planet, okay, during this cycle. We're seeing more and more of that as the days go by. And, and you have to remember that people have their own soul contract. And some people don't want to be here. I just had a very good friend die a few months ago. And uh, I think there's people who just don't want to be here through this. I mean, this is not going to be a piece of cake as we go through this. Okay, so I don't see any harvesting of souls. I'm not exactly clear what you mean by that. Okay, but um, sources always said, you know, you're in relationship with your own soul. And that is, that's a safe. You're safe in that. Okay, like your own soul and you are in a relationship with each other. So everything that happens to you or everything that happens to me or anybody else has to do with the relationship to their own soul. And it also has to do with the consciousness that they're at. You know, I've been listening to a lot of near-death experiences videos too lately. I've been interested in it. And um, most people, most people just describe it as such a beautiful experience, you know, you know, what they see and the love they feel from source and they don't want to come back into a body, you know? So we have to trust that that is a part of this whole evolution that some of us won't stay here and some of us will. Okay. You know, a long time ago when I was in my twenties, I lived in Sarah in uh, Chicago and this person had a lovely labyrinth outside their backyard. I mean, beautiful thing. And um, I walked it one day with some friends. And literally, I was kind of taken into this big vision. And I was shown that, you know, I might be one of the people that leave. But it basically showed the earth devoid of a lot of people. Okay. And it seemed to be that the earth would be kind of cleaned out a bit. Okay. A lot of people would pass over. And then there'd be a, so a kind of a waiting time before it was ready for like people who are still here or new teachers to come in to the earth. So, I mean, I still think that's a possibility of what might be going on. And that sadness, I feel it too. You know, I wake up some days and I don't know. Like I'm just, I, I tell them I'm just so depressed today, you know, and, and it feels like it's grief. You know, it's collective grief. And, uh, and we have to realize, too, that in this transformation process, 
it is a death process. A lot of things are dying in the, in the quote unquote world that we're used to. Okay. And just as things have to die in our consciousness that don't serve us anymore, you know, death is basically all around us. And they, like I go through days where I just remember people that left, you know, like I, I remember my folks the other night, I was thinking a lot about my parents and friends that have died and, you know, and then thinking about my children who are still here and, and, you know, wanting them to be safe. And uh, so it, it's real. I mean, it's, it's an emotional collective grief. I think you're feeling. And um, I think it's, it's just the way it is, you know, but, but like I say, from what sources telling me today, you know, a lot of the, a lot of this can be averted or delayed, you know, if we continue as individuals to heal our judgments and to keep yourself out of judgment and myself included about who's doing what to whom, you know, and realize that they're all in source. They're all safe. Everything's okay. And that's kind of a biggie stretch to go to, but that is what source always tells me is that everybody's safe no matter what they think. And I think when Ahan was talking about this book that we were listening to, what was great about this guy is that he was an evangelical teacher. Okay. And he didn't believe in uh, evolution and he was totally about Bible stuff, creation story about the whole thing. And then he saw, found, you know, he started researching, you know, ancient ruins that they found and he realized the earth isn't as young as, we're being told and so he totally changed but what he did was he saw he saw the mixture of um spirituality plus things he's, he read in the bible plus events that happened on earth and he, he just came to the conclusion that god is good and that life really has evolution and expansion as, as its purpose and out of devastation comes you know new new life and new earth not we don't want to say north but out of devastation comes you know a higher degree of evolution so i mean for me i feel like i'm just i'm hanging on for the ride i'm doing what i do watching my own mind and extending information and love when i can but honestly i don't know what's going to happen day to day either and i think that's the one thing I realized through all this is with all the predictions you read about and this one says this and this one says that and you know you really don't know you really don't know because you don't know the, how the light that is coming in is transforming people and what's coming up at them i mean certainly we've been aware of a lot of people doing more healing with it with themselves and um you know waking up quote unquote the whole waking up okay and that's happening so that that has an effect you know cosmically in terms of events but certainly we're not in touch with nature the way we should be i mean when we were in ireland i think nature told me that the way it used to be when people were connected to it is nature and and people work together uh, and we saw that when we were making these water essences out of power spots that nature led us to places it it did open doors for us. It got us in places that were closed. And it was saying that it used to be like that all the time where people would be obvious that nature was assisting them and that everything is alive. Rocks are alive, trees are alive, everything is alive. Um, so we still have a, a pretty big separatist mindset. And, uh, and I think that's the problem. You know, we really need to correct that. All right, I'm just going to read a quick summary of what we've covered.
some people find it helpful and uh, I will send this to everybody too. So we started off by asking about the use of the words new earth and we found that transforming earth is the more correct term, transforming earth. Transformation is a natural cycle. The earth will not be destroyed, just transformed as part of its natural cycle. Transformation earth is in process, which will involve climate change and structural changes. Earth's condition is in a heating up cycle. This will involve violence, craziness, viciousness, and it's all in reaction to transformation. But I will say for some people who can integrate this very well, it'll have the opposite effect. Right, yeah. Okay, it'll bring more enlightenment to them. Right, yeah, I'm glad you mentioned that. I kind of had that feeling that it can be a wonderful process yeah. for people who see it in that way, yeah. The sun is causing a frequency rise leading to heating up of a universal nature. Our bodies have to get used to this frequency shift, which can cause diseases and discomfort for many to integrate. Higher frequency activates our bodies and our subconscious mind. It is a time to watch our emotional bodies. The physical world is not our highest state of being. In an etheric world, there would be no suffering and we would operate in love and truth and oneness. Source does not interfere in our physical creations. The transformative earth is not more etheric, but it is at a higher state of consciousness. Too much has to happen for there to be an end of suffering. We can have peace if and when everyone balances their male and female qualities. Source says, heal your judgments. This is our greatest contribution to transformative earth. Yes, we are in a cosmic cycle that happens regardless, but there will come a time when the gap between humans and earth collapses and becomes one. The sun will... What do you mean by that? Well, I understood you to say that the gap between um, what humans think and what the earth is doing will collapse. Well, I, what, I, what I meant was as, the, as consciousness matures, let's just say that, and expands, the gap between cycles like that, the years between cycles, is, gets bigger and bigger. In other words, we won't be on this regular schedule oh, of every 12,000 years. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. The sun will cause much environmental changes that will cause a roller coaster in the next 50 years. Yeah. The craziness we are experiencing recently is caused by this heating up and the weeding out that is the remnant of the domination and control and survival and war consciousness of the past. Communities teach us to take care of each other. But this is a quality that is in our own divine nature. 
Source has warned us in the past to be careful of technology, and it would be wise to explore the capabilities of the human body rather than the capabilities of artificial intelligence. AI leads to dependency. We are reminded to be aware of our divinity that will, will not and cannot be replaced by technology. We are safe in our own relationship with our own souls. The transformative earth is in a death process. We have to trust that death is part of life and our perception of physicality. We all feel a collective grief, but this can be healed by healing our judgments and reconciling our male-female aspects. Everybody is safe in God. Life has expansion as its purpose. Extend love as much as you can. The incoming light is healing people. Nature and people work together in harmony. Our separatist mindset is coming to an end. One would hope. And love will prevail. So that brings us to the end of our session today. We really appreciate your input. What we found in the past is that what Angel Rose downsteps in answer to these questions is very much in relationship with the people who are present. And that's an important thing. So we really appreciate you being part of this and sharing your consciousness so that we can downstep this information from God source. And we thank you so much for that. That's right. So if you have any further questions or anything, either write us an email unless you have one now, because otherwise we're going to close. Yeah, uh, and make your contribution in the World of Empowerment Forum, because that's where we post these replays. So if anybody is not in there or has not had access to the replays of the previous sessions we've done, let us know and we'll get you, we'll get you connected. Okay, so we close. Thank you, everybody. Thank you. Thank you. Nice to see you all. Bye. Thank you. You're welcome. Bye-bye. It is always interesting how our perceptions change as we speak with Source through the Akashic Records and how the new Earth has now been transformed into the transformed Earth. So we look forward to seeing you for the next time. Thank you for being with us. Thank you.